0: Welcome back, sports fans, to another show to the Charity Stripe Podcast, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, in the water, do you believe we have a great show for you guys today? I'm just going to give you a quick NBA skinny, so buckle up, tuck it into your waistband, because here we go. Three, two, one. We're back. And now... This is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and... We're back, baby. It's a charity's try to pitch your free throws because they have a uh, re-sode 378, I believe, coming hot at you guys, and so 377. And we're giving you a quick NBA skinny. The NBA is in full swing. Uh, it's kind of nuts to have the NBA back, but it's here. It felt like it never left because, as we always say, NBA never has an off season with the drama. We'll start with the Wizards and Celtics. Uh, watch that disaster. If one guy doesn't have a good game on the seas, like we've been saying, honestly, then it's a disaster. Schroeder was nice off the bench, but outside of him, they didn't get much help. We can't be relying on Jabari Parker, as nice of a revelation as that would be. Richardson is what he was in Dallas, not what we thought he was going to be coming out of Miami when he left there to go to Philly. And then Grant Williams... Can we hang our hats on him? No. Horford playing valuable minutes alongside Rob Will, but you can't have both of them on the court at the end of the game with Marcus Smart. There's no assist in shooting. There's none. There's no one on the Celtics team that can just bang a spot-up three or is lethal from as a spot-up three-point shooter. And that's just a problem in the NBA. You just need a tertiary piece like that on your team. Not that Tatum and Brown can't, but they are your primary guys. I'm talking you need a guy. I know we say this all the time. Every team needs like a Joe Harris type. That's how you win in the league. You have a guy that can like the Grizzlies, they lost tonight. But that kid Bain, Desmond Bain, four of seven from three, he's not gonna, he's never gonna be an all star. More more likely than not. But he's a guy that can just hit there and sit there and hit from three. While Ja attacks the rim, we're dishes to Jaron Jacks. He's going to be open, and he is a legitimate threat from three point. We go four or seven every night. No, maybe it's pretty remarkable. Was that forty four percent around there? How did the, how did the sevenths work? Somewhere I was at the ninths. It's like we have one four ninths is forty four uh, percent. Because obviously three point five out of seven is over fifty percent. Seven is over is over fifty percent. Quick maths. That's the next thing. Not mine. Um, But the Celtics have an issue. The Wizards, on the other hand, look, are they competing for a championship? No. But depth-wise, they're pretty exciting. And Denny and Kispert, who I do have faith in they don't have to play right away. They have Davis Bertans, who they're not leaning on to pay 35 minutes a game. Holiday's nice off the bench. Trez Harrell is a legitimate six-man-of-the-year candidate once again. Uh, Gafford didn't do too much, but he's in the rotation. They don't even have Thomas Bryant back yet, and they don't need to rush him back. I actually kind of think this Wizards team is somewhat decent. And Bradley Beal, there's something going on in the NBA because he got Bradley Beal. Chris Paul has been hot and cold. Harden really hasn't been anything special, and neither has Damian Lillard. Three major players, in my opinion. Kind of off to weak starts. But you got Dinwiddie, Harrell, Caldwell-Pope, Kuzma, Depth wins. It just does in the NBA. Unless you have that superstar. And even if you have that superstar paired with multiple superstars, if the superstars don't perform, then the team completely collapses. See the Celtics. See the Nets worth harder not performing up to snuff. LeBron out of the lineup. I mean, the Lakers blow a 26-point lead because no one really outside of Russ or AD is a major threat. Like, we're talking Kent Bazemore, Malik Monk, DeAndre Jordan. Like, AB and Mello off the bench. Like, what year is this for Los Angeles? The king needs to play. And if he's out of the lineup, this team doesn't have a prayer. And quite frankly, if all three of them aren't in the lineup gelling ASAP Ferg, this team doesn't have a prayer because there are teams in the West that are good. And they lost to the Thunder tonight. I mean, no offense. They just, there's no excuse. The Thunder are so young. Shout out Isaiah Roby at 13 points. That's our boy. But there are teams that are coming that are hungry in the Western Conference. Will the Timberwolves take down the Lakers? Also, no chance in hell. But I'm impressed by them thus far. That's a trio, a three-headed monster, It's playing pretty well. Russell, back to being the dealer we thought he was offensively. Ant-Man has taken that next step, seemingly. He's extremely fun to watch. And it takes the pressure off Carl Anthony Towns, who's quietly putting up excellent and efficient offensive numbers. They probably need a little bit more bench depth. McDaniels, Vanderbilt, can't necessarily rely on them. But they go to Milwaukee and take down the defending champs. Giannis has 40, 16, and 7. Jesus. But Middleton's just okay. Connaughton's like two of eleven. You got you don't got Drew Holiday in the lineup. I mean, it's a game taken lightly, and they're going to lose that one. I it's a good win by the Timberwolves. For the Buck the Bucks. Not every game matters because they're going to get hot and they're going to you know finish a top three seed in the Eastern Conference. But the Timberwolves, every game counts. Every game counts because like, you get to the play-in-game type situations. They're a game or two back or they're a game or two up, and this game counts. I know it's a long season, but it does matter. Uh, I'm impressed by the T-Wolves. I'm impressed by the Kings. Unfortunately, MB3 has fallen out of favor and is just not in the rotation remotely at all. But Buddy Healed, excellent. I'm curious to see what happens. Like, there's been all these rumors about them trading Buddy Heald, but it just hasn't happened yet. I don't think they're going to go after Benjamin Simmons, although I, if the Sixers could get Buddy Heald, honestly, if they could get him in a swap, I would do it. Because Simmons is just not going to play for Philly. And 26 points on or off the bench, 7 of 11 from 3, That really makes Philly a title contender. You know, not to beat a dead horse here. I think this Kings and this these Timberwolves teams are kind of headed in the right direction for the first time in a long time. Fox is a guy you build, and he didn't even play that great. I mean, Chris Paul was kind of abysmal for the Suns, one of ten. The Suns, their bench, okay, not elite. I love the lineup. Booker and Aiton. Look, if Booker goes for thirty-one, six and eight, Aiton goes for twenty-one and twenty-one. You gotta expect to win that basketball game. Bridges or Chris Paul, one of the two has to step up and be that third guy. Both are great options, uh, but they lose to the Kings. Trey Young, since Toss is not here, I, know I always paint Toss as a Trey Young hater. He could be a top-five MVP candidate, legitimately. And this Hornets team is more. I think the Hornets team is more legit than the Wolves and the Kings, and I can't imagine many people would give me pushback there. Van Vliet, who I admittedly gave some smack to to start the year. He's been hot as all hell. Would love to see him try to contend for like an Eastern Conference all-star spot. And an OB, guy Toss loves. Excellent. My boy Scotty Barnes, my rookie of the year, pick 18-7-7. This Raptors team may not be... Playoff competitive this year, but damn, is that front office good? And I have the utmost faith, not only in their player development, but their ability to go and get somebody and bring them in to either be that main guy. I'm curious to see if they can do it. Like, I know it's not Miami, I know it's Toronto, but like, the way Miami went and got Jimmy Butler, who made everyone around him better. And then on top of that, I know Miami's a selling point in itself, but it's easy for guys to want to come in and join once Jimmy's there. Um, speaking of Miami, they take down the Nets. This Miami team is a juggernaut. Miami may be the best team in the East again. They really, I mean, like, they're just so, just so, like, versatile and amazing defensively. Like, Lowry, Butler, Tucker, who's obviously getting up there in age, but still, at a bio, like, so good defensively. Morris off the bench adds an element. Deadman is like had fourteen and nine. That's not going to happen every game, but you love to see that. Harrow is kind of back in the mix, taking one too many shots, um, but he's kind of he's just like a slightly better Jr. Smith in my eyes, but we'll see. Um, even when they don't shoot that great, they 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 put they hold the nets to ninety three points. Ninety three points. I mean, Brooklyn's got a problem without Kyrie. Blake Griffin's a shell of himself. You can't have Joe Harris taking 15 shots a game more than Harden. Joe Harris needs to be taking nine shots a game, all of them threes. He went five of eleven from three. So maybe he takes eleven shots a game, let them all be threes. But the other shots, like what are we he missed? He missed them. You're a three point specialist. But he has to be more without Kyrie. I mean, that's that's again like yeah a lot of weird circumstances going on in the NBA. No Zion, no Kyrie. Free John Wall. We want John Wall back. Cavs. One of those it's so cuz these like the Cavs, the Wolves, the Kings, teams we normally would be like they stink. These young guys are stepping up and showing that they got better in the off season. Like everyone's like they're going to have to trade one of Sexton and Garland, maybe not. Kevin Love's gonna want out. I'm sure eventually he'll depart, but seems pretty happy there. Him and Rubio off the bench. That's kind of nice. I mean, the lineup of Mobley, Jared Allen, and Marketing kind of bizarre, and honestly, maybe too big. But Marketing can push the ball down the court. I forgot how athletic he was. Just I feel like they just stuck him out in Chicago and let him and had him try to drain threes. He's a, he's a real legitimate player. I mean, he's getting Kristaps' comps, which is kind of ridiculous because Kristaps at his best is an all-star. But I mean, Markkanen is way, way more athletic than people give him credit for, and obviously Allen's a pogo stick, and I love Mobley. I'm curious to see how these three progress with the two guard. It's like two small guards and three giants. It's kind of just like an interesting setup they have over there. I, I think the Okoro situation is one to monitor because at what point Well, we have to see who becomes available? Because if you're the Clippers who are on the losing end of that game, who, if Paul George doesn't score 40 points, you really don't have a prayer. Oh, Reggie Jackson, that was a playoff fa- fantasy. Batum, like, let's keep dreaming. I mean, we could go down the list of the players they have. It's it's honestly abysmal. Like, they could be one of the worst teams in the NBA this season. So you re-signed Kawhi. You obviously have to wait it out with him and Paul George. There's no use in trading Paul George unless you can move Kawhi Leonard as well, which they're not going to do. This is just absolute pipe dream nonsense. Um, but again, I'm I'm curious. Like, is there a realm where he becomes available? I don't know. I don't. Blazers win. They're two and two to start the year. I mean, we're only four games in. We're starting the speculation. Blazers win, and again, Damian hasn't been that good. CJ has been great. Start the year. I think this is the year he gets an all star. Anthony Simons has been nice. Young guy. Taken, you know, outside the lottery. Project pick. They picked a seer little. Everyone thought he'd be the guy to really step up. I mean, he's not, he's been decent. Good defensive piece. But Anthony Simons has been a spark plug off the bench. Um, This Blazers team. I still think they're stuck in no man's land. I'm not ready to buy them yet. I think the Lakers had a pitiful loss against the Thunder. Blowing that lead is inexcusable. But LeBron or no LeBron. I mean, the Magic are, the Magic may, along with the Pistons, may prove to be the weakest link. But I love a lot of the steps. Like I love the steps that Cole Anthony's taken and Wendell Carter and Mo Bamba. Like, they'll have to move Terrence Ross, and at what point do you... No, you can't trade a core for Terrence Ross. That's complete nonsense. But someone needs Terrence Ross. Like, so, like the Nets, the the Bucks could use him as an insurance piece. The Sixers, for God's sakes, some team is going to go out and get Terrence Ross, and and it's going to change, not the entirety of the playoffs, but it could definitely have a major impact in the first round. A team like Dallas goes gets him. A team like Phoenix, one of the contenders. Should go do it. Especially someone out west, honestly. I feel like the west is kind of wide open. The east is like a bit of a beast. Definitely better in my eyes. I mean, this Bulls team is legit. This Bulls team is legit. This Bulls team could run, honestly, three, maybe four All-Stars. Maybe. And I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, my Celtics are in trouble, though. I'm, I'm very underwhelmed by them thus far. Very underwhelmed by them. We got Knicks-Bulls tomorrow night, or tonight. That's great. The Warriors and Bulls haven't lost yet. John Morant. Someone asked me, John Moran. Taking Zion over him. We have to see how Zion comes back this year, but if you want to win in this league, you need a great guard, and the Grizzlies have a great guard, so that is an ultimate step in the right direction. Where the Pelicans flailed last year, with or without Zion, I imagine they'd flail still, because I just don't believe that they're built right nor have they drafted particularly well. Like, I don't know why they moved out of the tents, but it was just to get Jonas uh, Swap for Steven Adams, is that going to put you over? As good as Valanciunas is? Like, don't be surprised if the Pelicans continue to have to blow it up and have to trade B.I. B.I. is an aim to monitor. Jonas Valanciunas is an aim to monitor. I mean, these are guys that could be on the move, without a doubt. And I, this is only the... First four games, and I'm already talking this nonsense. Um, but, yeah, that's the NBA skinny. That's what I got for you. College basketball coming back in a couple of weeks. Get pumped for that. Uh, we're brought to you by betonline.ag. Go to betonline.ag today and bet some money. Win big because why not? Money is tight. Basketball was tighter. Fans out there, drag both feet inbound, swing on a full count, rip that puck, hit that putt, hit your PKs because they free, and hit your free throws. Why, guys? Because they are free. We out you. We love you. We'll mm-hmm.